Luke 1, verse 31. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. So the angel Gabriel has just told Mary not to be afraid. That the greeting he's giving her is not something to be vexed at or deeply troubled by, but instead that she has found favor from God. God is pouring out grace upon grace upon grace upon you. And that word favor in our ESV version is the same word translated grace elsewhere, charis. So that's where we get this idea of favor or grace being synonymous things, favor upon us from God. That God opposes the proud, but he shows favor to the humble. And this verse starts with the word behold. Idu is translated behold in our New Testaments. And basically the word means pay attention, look, listen up. And so whenever we see that word in the New Testament, it should be a signal, a bright flashing a neon sign tells us to pay attention to what's coming next. So what's coming next in verses 31 to 33 are an unbelievably astounding explanation of who the son that Mary will bear will be. And so the first two statements are pretty docile. You will be you will become pregnant. Like that could mean anything. You you'll you'll be pregnant. You'll conceive in your womb and bear a son. Now the the thing that makes this astounding is that it doesn't the angel Gabriel does not say who Mary is going to bear a son for. If we go back to Luke chapter one, we see Zechariah receiving the message from the angel Gabriel, and in verse thirteen, the angel says. Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard and your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son. But Mary isn't bearing Joseph a son. Mary is just becoming pregnant. She's just conceiving and bearing a son. This is a, a, an initial hint that the son Mary is going to bear, which we'll hear later in chapter 1, is going to be from the Holy Spirit, the Son of God. And that's what we'll hear in the next verse, verse 32, son of the most high. And so this first half of verse 31 is an astounding divine hint that Mary's son will not just be like any other ordinary child. And second half of verse 31 is that Mary's going to call his name Jesus. And so God is naming this son, just as he told Zechariah that he was going to name his son John. So, in the same way, God is telling Mary they will name this son Jesus. Matthew goes further in his gospel, Matthew chapter 1, to explain the name Jesus. It says in verse 21 of Matthew, She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. The name Jesus is from the root Yeshua in Hebrew. And 
that word is where the name Joshua, my name, comes from. And it, it means salvation, deliverance, one who saves. And so they're going to name him Jesus because he is going to do some saving, some big time saving. And it's going to be his people from their sins. And so this is the first verse, verse 31 of the next three, where we just get to praise God. We get to praise God for his working in the womb of Mary. He, he worked in Elizabeth's womb to give Zechariah and Elizabeth a son, but that was by natural processes. And now it's going to have Mary work or bear a son by supernatural processes. And that is something to just pause and praise God for his wisdom in sending a fully divine, fully human son to be the perfect propitiation sacrifice for our sins. And then we get to praise God that Jesus came to save us from our sins because that's what his name means. And so, God, we just praise you for your wisdom in coming to Mary and giving her a son in her womb. We praise you that Jesus is fully human and fully divine, that he's the exact representative that we needed. We needed a man to represent us, but we needed you, God, to be the one who bore the weight, the infinite weight of our sins that no simply human could bear. And so we thank you for Jesus and we thank you for how he saves us from our sins. We praise you, God. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And that is Luke chapter 1, verse 31.